Hello, and welcome to We Are Monarch. We felt that Monarch was the best environment for him. Um, he loves to be outdoors. And they're teaching him things he needs to know. Checking the tire pressure and uh, like in the vans at school. Making sure the oil's checked. We Are Monarch is a four-part series about the Monarch School in New England, a day school for students with disabilities ages 5 to 21 in Rochester, New Hampshire. By creating a dialogue and telling stories, we wish to celebrate our students and the adults who help them contribute to the world while bringing to light why this work matters. Hi, I'm Cynthia Tokas, Marketing Director at the Monarch School in New England. Welcome to our second episode in We Are Monarch's four-part podcast series. Today's guests are Donna and Ron Reardon. We're talking with them today about their son, Ronnie, who was 17 years old, almost 18, and is a student at our high school. We mentioned Ronnie briefly in our first podcast. We asked his parents here today to get a more complete picture. Donna, welcome. Thank you. And Ron, welcome. Thank you. Okay, so let's begin. Either one of you, where is home? And talk a little bit about your family. Home is, uh, we live in Plasto, and we actually live in the house that my husband grew up in, and our in-laws live with us. Okay. Um, so it's it's really nice having family that close. Your son, Ronnie, he is 17. He's going to be 18 this summer? Yes, in June. In June. Okay. Donna, talk a little bit about when he was three and his diagnosis. What happened? Well, a um, couple things. He, he wasn't really talking. Mm-hmm. And we were concerned about that. So two things happened. Um, we started the evaluation with Easter seals, mm-hmm. and um, he was diagnosed with high functioning autism at that time, as well as ADHD. Mm-hmm. And he also had tubes inserted in his ears. He wasn't talking very well, and shortly after the tubes were put in his ears, he began to speak. But The autism also, I mean, we were just seeing delays in development at that time and were concerned. Mm -hmm. And he has a sister too, right? Yes, he does. Okay. Her name is Riley. Okay. She's 15. And what are they like together? Um, Interesting. She's very understanding um, about making sure he has a space at certain times, understanding what he needs, when he needs. She's, She's given up a lot for him. Um, she gets she gets her fair share in return, but she's definitely given up a lot for him. I think she understands autism better than most fifteen year old girls huh. would, partly due to growing up with it. So she's she's been a big help to him. So tell me a little bit about why um, a little bit about Ronnie's journey and how you came to the Monarch School in New England. Hmm, probably about middle school age. Okay, we started knowing um, a lot of increased anxiety. The just the change between adolescence and also the change in schools going from elementary to middle school um, had a huge impact on him. Between the noise and the change in educational structure, just going to a bigger middle school with more students, more staff. In sixth grade, everything was, was awesome for him, and he was doing remarkable. The beginning of seventh grade, um, they, I feel as though that they pushed so hard, they pushed him out the door. Yeah. And that was, it wasn't their fault. It, it was because Ronnie couldn't explain to them what he was feeling. Just mad 
Yeah. He, he was he was mad all the time, and he could never tell us anything. Mm. Um, he's always quiet about it. Mm. Um, he'd let stuff build up inside till he blew up. It, it was a difficult thing because I didn't really know where to go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, basically when Monarch got, got involved. Well, so tell me a little bit about why Monarch School in New England works. Well, we, we started looking at schools, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the help of the, the public school district. You know, for placement, we, we started to look at in different places, and we felt that Monarch was the best environment for him. Um, he loves to be outdoors. The setting at Monarch, you know, allows him to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are opportunities to be outside, whether it be with the greenhouse or assisting with him checking the trucks or all those, you know, fun things that they get the kids involved in and make them feel a part of it. And it was quiet. It was tranquil. Um, there was a lot of one-on-one attention. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I just felt good when I was there where, and it's nothing against any of the other schools. They all have their own programs, Absolutely. but Monarch just seemed to be the best fit for him. Yeah, he's more, uh, he's Ronnie there. He's mm-hmm. not, you know, a number, mm-hmm. which that makes a huge difference. And they're teaching him things he needs to know, you know, checking the tire pressure and, uh, like in the vans at school, huh. you know, making sure the oil's checked. You know, 99% of the teenagers out there probably don't know what either one of them mean right now. <laughs> so, I mean, those are important things in his life. You know, yeah. that's that's going to make a difference, mm-hmm. you know. They've taught him a lot about cooking. You know, mm-hmm. he can he can manage himself. Um, huh. They teach him a lot about, you know, being a clean person, you know, hygiene, brushing his teeth. Every day he goes to school, he's shaved, he's showered, he's clean. You know, I mean, we're seeing improvements at home with all of the things he works with at school, you know, between helping out in the kitchen. I mean, one of one of the highlights of Thanksgiving was him wanting to mash the potatoes huh. and be a part of dinner, you know, and just all the everyday things that you need, whether it be counting money or starting to get out into public and go to, you know, Walmart to get things you need, all of those things that he's starting to do and and is improving every week with what he's doing, what he's saying, how he's socializing in public, um, really getting out there and, and being who he is. So talk a little bit, Donna, when we were talking before, you talked about the safety complex in Plastow. Is yes. that where it is? Talk a little bit about what that is in Ronnie's life. What is that? Well, when Ronnie was transitioning from being at home to Monarch, he, um, the people he was working with really wanted to try and ease him. He, he had pretty much cocooned himself into his room, and it was a process to step-by-step step, get him comfortable with his surroundings and eventually work his way out back into public. And the safety complex was a huge, huge part of that. I mean, they allowed us to bring Ronnie down for visits weekly. Is that the fire department and police department? All in one complex. Oh, all in one complex. So he'll work with individuals down there, whether it be checking gauges or sweeping the floor. He socializes with everyone down there. Um, If the police officer that, if the police are there and they see him, they'll come out, they'll say hi. Um, he, He makes a point to go down to the open house there every year, the spaghetti dinner every year. I mean, he just has a really unique um, relationship with them that we are so grateful for. They care about them, you know, and that's that's 
that's a big, uh, another big part. And they were patient with him too. Yeah. You know, they they took the time to understand when he needed space, and and he respected that. He knew he could go down there with no reservation and just be himself. Yeah, he's he had a couple issues down there, and and then they. Fortunately, they treat it the same way Monarch does. You just move on, <laughs> drop it, you know. And that's that's one of those things they should start teaching in kindergarten is to drop it. <laughs> Don't carry it with you, you know, and just forget about it. It's It would make life a lot easier. Yeah. And that's one of the things that he's learned a great deal of in the last couple of years is, is to let it go, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you don't fuel that fire, the fire will go out. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that Monarch does. Mm-hmm. is don't fuel it. That's 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 huge. So talk about now the vocational program. He's in high school. He's going to be 18. Yeah. He graduates when he's 21. Talk about the kind of work that he's doing now. Um, the VOC program has kind of branched him out to try a, a number of different things from woodworking to greenhouse to um, he helps out at the Children's Museum, which is wonderful. He He'll sweep up. He'll He'll help unpack things. He used to deliver mail there. Um, and he recently interviewed <laughs> and actually went in and shook the chief is, chief's hand at the Rochester Fire Department. So he's learning how to do some things there to m- meet all the firefighters there, to get to know them, get comfortable. Um, he's, you know, the, it's limitless, I feel. Ron? Talk a little bit about your relationship with Ronnie. Your wife said that you really understand him and that you're really close. It's it's taken some time to understand it. I, I use that term loosely because I don't know if I understand it yet. But <laughs> understand, I it. understand him mm-hmm. more now than ever. You know, he's coming a little bit closer to me now that he's getting older, and he understands me a little bit better. Uh, I'm self-employed. This year, he told me he wants to go to work with me a couple days, and. To me, that would be great. Um, I wouldn't, I don't know what I would expect of him, or, or I don't know what he would surprise me with that he knows how to do. So that it, it could be an interesting thing for both of us. So <laughs> he pays attention a lot to everything that I do. Um, so I think he could, I think he could figure out stuff. What kind too. of work do you do? A <laughs> uh, little bit of everything. I basically have a landscaping business, but there's, it's more than that. Um, more or less building, landscaping, that type of thing. He loves a hydro. I have a hydro seat. He loves that because it's got the holes like a fire truck. He's constantly, you know, so I'm sure he'd be great with that. Um, the track that he knows how to run, he can move that around. You know, he's uh, he's been doing that since he was four. So you know, autism really never held him back from learning things like that. Mm-hmm. He you has know, a lawnmower. I often tell him that I think I have autism too. <laughs> you know, so I mean, that's that's one of those things. Uh, but he could he could definitely mow. You know, he, he loves mowing lawns. Um, only certain people, though. He's come a lot closer to me in the last few years. You know, even, like I said, with the plowing, a piece of plexiglass, it, it made all the difference in the world for him. made him feel comfortable. Um, one of my other trucks, I put a sh- uh, clear shower curtain so he'd ride in the back. Um, it, d- d- and the, the plexiglass was between you and he? Yeah, just put it, mm-hmm. it's just a piece of, it's a small piece of plexiglass. It just puts between the two of us. He can still reach the dashboard. He can get his coffee. He, we can talk. It's clear. He can see each other. It just gives him that little bit of a buffer. Mm-hmm. He has and a lot uh, of personal space issues, mm-hmm. so it, it 
It's just like a little barrier. And it's, I mean, it's safe. It's not going to do anything, you know, but it's just, it's his, it's his way of being comfortable. Um, and, and understanding what makes him comfortable is huge because it makes him focus. It, it lets him focus more on what's important mm-hmm. and what's not. If he's uncomfortable, then he can't get past that. If he's comfortable, then it doesn't matter, which right. is huge. So, so some final comments here. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your hopes and your dreams? I mean, I'd love to see him get a job someday. I, I don't know where that will be, a job that he's proud of, that he looks forward to going to every day, um, just being himself and taking a lot of pride in what he does. Um, I, I don't think there are limits on where he could go. I mean, the possibilities are endless. The progress we have seen over even just the past year is mind-blowing to us. I mean, his confidence level is up. He's He likes looking in the mirror and seeing who he is, you know? I mean, he's he takes a lot of pride in himself now, which is... He knows he has autism, too, which mm-hmm. is... Just like anybody else, I don't think anybody completely understands what it is, nor does he. But at least he acknowledges the fact that he does have it, mm-hmm. you know. But he'll surprise somebody someday, you know. He, like, you never know. Yeah, you really don't. You know, I, three I years look ago, forward if you to would seeing ask, it. Yeah, yeah, three years ago, if you would ask if we'd be sitting here today, I would have said no. no. You know, who knows? You know, I, who knows? I, I really don't know where he'll be. Um He's on a really good path. Yeah, he's on a good page right now, and I, and I don't see that changing. You know, and one of the best things is, is you know, that's all that's it's always been a problem for us is um, the change. We always, we always, always called it the the ball's going to drop. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that we've talked about is when he does transition out of Monarch. Um, here it is, you know, three and a half years early, and they they've already got him prepared that that's going to be the best day of his life yeah so you know a, a few years ago he'd be like 18 i'm done yeah. you know that's it i'm done with school at 18 and and that was even a struggle and now he's he's fully accepted the fact that he's going to be at monarch until he's 21 he knows that you know it's going to be june 8th <laughs> 2020 <laughs> he has it down pat i'm graduating that day and he's proud of that and that's everything to us. Well, thank you both. This has been really sweet and we're really grateful that you came and talk about your great son, Ronnie. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Donna, and thank you, Ron. Thank you. It's really great. And thank you to everyone who's taken the time to hear our story. I am Cynthia Tokas, Marketing Director at the Monarch School of New England. If you'd like to learn more about our school or if you'd like to help us build our new regional high school and vocational center, please donate at monarchschoolne.org slash donate slash campaign. We are the Monarch School of New England's theme music was composed by Scott Holmes and engineered and produced by Emily Quirk at New Hampshire Public Radio Studios.